Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Parent Yak Podcast, where we yak about all things parenting. And if you've ever listened to this podcast before, you're probably familiar with the voices that you're going to hear today. I'm joined by Amy, who serves our kids ministry. She oversees all things kids and leads that department very, very well. So if your kids are here at our church um, here in Georgia, then they probably get some people who are connected to Amy. And then I'm also joined by Austin. Stewart, who is over our family ministries and also um, leads our student ministry, where, you know, if your students have ever been to our church as well, he's heavily leading there. He has an opportunity to work with them. He is also a parent himself, um, and today I will be your host. My name is Nathaniel, and I also have the pleasure of serving on staff here at Turning Point. But today, we're going to talk about this very interesting topic when it comes to parenting, and it's this topic of boundaries. It's so hard knowing, you know, there's so many different stages of life that your children go through, so many different stages um, where the boundaries change. And so today we just want to have a conversation about boundaries. Now, first of all, we want to answer the question, where do your kids need boundaries? Where do your kids or students need boundaries? And I guess I'll go ahead and pass it to Amy first. Yes. So I would just say where do your kids not need boundaries (laughs) Um, because they will get and find anything they can. Um, I mean, especially if you have younger kids, they're always running, um, getting into everything that you're like, Oh no, not my purse. There's the medicine or, um, all of those different things. But I definitely do think, um, as we focus in on just a couple of things, one, uh, area that I think, um, is definitely needed is, um, boundaries in friendships um from the smallest uh child to the to the oldest child um they are building relationships every single day um even our toddlers sometimes uh i actually worked at a daycare and it was crazy to me how um parents would come back and they'd say man my child has changed so much just by being um here for the past couple of weeks and so like we always had a joke that in in our toddler room we had uh one little kid who actually hit a lot and so it taught other kids how to hit um and i think that um sometimes just being around who who you're around you pick up habits that maybe you don't even realize that you picked up and so as a parent um making sure that we are um guarding those relationships that our children are coming from as early as um a toddler um they can pick up what another child is doing, um, what they're saying, how they um, interact with people, just as much as they could pick up from you as the parent. They'll pick up from their peers that they're how they treat a teacher, how um, they treat their parents, so where they're, where they're spending the night at. Um, do you know that family? Do you know that child? Um, I definitely think um, it is super important when we look at boundaries to really just help shape our our child's friendships um, and who they come in contact with daily. Yeah. And I think that's very, very influential to think about because a lot of times you send your kid to school and you're just thinking about what they're going to learn at school. But it's also important to know even the kids in their class, even though you can't necessarily separate them, you can know the kids that they're dealing with. When you hear a kid's name coming up frequently, you can get to know more about that kid and be able to kind of coach your kid in their relationships. Um, but Austin, I think you probably have a very unique perspective, um, especially with, with getting to work for students. What um, 
areas would you say people need to see and where do the students need boundaries? Yeah. So I think that one of the main areas for me, and I know that we talk about this probably all the time. You probably could go back and listen to quite a few of our parent yak uh, podcasts that we've recorded. And it's always something to do with social media. And I think that that is super key because not only can I stay up to date with all my friends on social media, but now I can connect with millions and millions and millions of other people around the world that my parents may not ever know who I'm connected with because I can do it, you know, discreetly through social media or I can, you know, do a couple of different things to make sure that that, that it's unseen. But then even when I think about that, I, I think about, when you scroll the the stories or the feeds or even uh, I think it's called what the for you page, yep. which is basically just uh, whatever you look at, whatever you like, whatever you swipe left or right the most on is what keeps popping up on the for you page. Mm-hmm. And so I find it interesting that we do need to set healthy boundaries in social media, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to students. And I know it's even now getting yeah. into kids where kids have yeah. social media yeah. pages and things because. Uh, The reality of it is, is for me as a parent, I want to know who has the most influence on my child, right? Or, Or my student. And the reality of it is, is you as a parent have to realize that you are in competition with what culture, what entertainment, what society, what news is saying to your kid, because let's just be real if you look at statistics based on how much time you spend on your cell phone, you can you don't even have to look up a statistic, right? You can just l- scroll on your phone and it'll tell you the amount of screen time that you're yeah. spending. Yeah. And so if you're spending six to eight hours a day on your phone and now you pair that with my actual relationship with my kid, my kid's spending six to eight hours a day on their phone. And so I have six to eight hours that I spend with them and then there's six to eight hours that they're spending on their phone. Well, that's six to eight hours of what culture is saying is appropriate, what culture is saying is correct, what culture is saying that you should or shouldn't do. And then it may completely contradict what you're trying to teach them as the parent, right? Yeah. And so that's why I think setting boundaries in social media is so crucial because it actually gives you the opportunity to kind of filter a little bit of what your kids or yeah. your student is yeah. actually listening to, learning from, all those different perspectives. Because realistically, um, I know that social media, like it can fuel our emotions. Yeah. It yeah. can fuel happiness, joy, anger, sadness, all of these different things. And so on top of my student already going through 50 billion different um, changes in their in their their actual makeup of who they are as they begin to progress in in years, uh, versus like okay now I really know there this is uh, this is genetically something happening or yeah. like this yeah. oh, oh gosh like this is social media is like really causing this particular yeah. type of anger I know just personal quick story I remember listening to a lot of um, secular music kind of growing up um, once I was like sixteen. Uh, from a student's age, uh, you know, when I was younger, my parents did a great job of making sure that it was usually Christian music that was on the radio. But then when I was able to drive myself, I would flip on the radio. Well, that's also because phones were still just, just now getting to where you could use them. And I know I had like the fanciest phones, but yet they still didn't necessarily have internet, um, until right as I was graduating high school, which is kind of crazy to say, or, or, or to even think about that. 
but I remember music having such an influence on my perspective, my attitude. Uh, like if I listened to, um, you know, uh, if I was listening to a particular song that was disrespecting a lady or, or talking about being mad or, or talking about sticking it to the man, like, of course, what I would do is I would like bulk up and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna stick it to the man. Or I found myself treating people a particular way based on what I was putting inside of my own, my own mind. And that's why I think it's so important to set those boundaries, uh, when it comes to social media, when it comes to entertainment, when it comes to music, especially in a student's perspective, because social media drives their life right this second. And Mm -hmm. that's just the truth of it. Yeah. And I would say too, when it comes to boundaries, you know, Amy was talking about friendships for, for kids, but I think even in, in the teenage years, it's important to set boundaries and relationships, whether that be friendships or whether your teenagers are dating, if you allow them to date, um, you know, you, maybe you don't allow that or maybe you do. Um, yeah. If they can't drive, it's a no go. Just yeah. saying. No, I'm that's, you know, yeah. you do you, but I'm just helping you out real quick. Yeah. If you look at the end of the day, if if they can't drive, they can't pay for the date. I ain't yeah. taking them in dad's in the old uh, dad Sequoia out there. Like you're not going on a date chauffeured by me. Yeah. Um, and if you're my daughter, never. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I think it's important to to be invested in those relationships yeah. to to help set boundaries for your kids in those relationships. And it's important to be open to that, right? Like some parents can be you can be so closed sometime as a parent that if you tell them flat out, no, not going to happen, probably not going to come to you about it, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you, as a parent, if you give them the opportunity, like, hey, like, if you absolutely want to do this, and I think it's learning as a parent to coach those things, like, hey, here's some reasons why you probably shouldn't date until later on, yeah. but if you absolutely insist on dating, let's talk about some boundaries. And I think giving your children the ability to make choices allows you as a parent to have boundaries because like, Hey, okay, you want to date. Here's the boundaries that we're going to set as your parents. And then it also gives them the opportunity to talk, but then even in their friendships, like, um, you know, I was, I was sharing in one of our Thursday talks episodes that, um, there's a leader that I listened to and he was saying, he's like, I handpick my kids' friends. He's like, I tell them who they can and can be friends with. And I'm not saying to necessarily go that extreme, but the people that your kids spend time with will have a really large impact on, on who they become, you know, because other than you and what happens in your house, the people that they're hanging out with are their friends, whether that's at school, whether that's the people they play baseball with, football with, or, you know, softball, whatever it may be. Those are the people that have the largest impact on them. So making sure that you have boundaries, even in their friendships, to make sure that they're they're being protected in their relationships, but then they're also making good choices. And when they're not, that they can come to you and you guys can work it out together. To even just kind of add, I was thinking about that. I was thinking like a practical sense of um, even if you're if you don't know who your your kids' friends are or things like that. One of my thoughts was. Even like where does your student or your child spend the most time is usually the the area that has the most influence, exactly. right? So, yep. so like obviously, you know, I, I used to play sports. I played football. I wasn't best friends with everybody on the team, but yet majority of my time through practice, through workouts, through all of these different things was spent with those particular people. So yeah. Yeah. even though I didn't necessarily consider them my closest, bestest friends, 
at the same time, they probably had the most influence in my life because we were doing life together day yeah. in and day yep. out. So, so whether you don't know who your friend's best friends are or anything like that, just yeah. look at where they're spending majority of their yeah, time to kind of help you process through, hey, we need to set a boundary yeah. here to work through yes. that. Yeah. So we've talked about areas where we need to set boundaries, but then I think sometimes we we know where we need boundaries. We know where we need to create boundaries for our kids or our students, but then we struggle on setting those boundaries. So how would y'all say we can go about setting boundaries for our kids and students? Yeah, I would definitely say that um, it starts off with a conversation. Um, obviously, when they're younger, I mean, honestly, it comes with just being consistent. Um, but that also continues on as they become older and then you have to actually have those conversations. And I know that sometimes we can joke around about how, um, you know, people joke around like my, my kids always ask me why, always ask me why. And I, and I just tell them because I said so. Um, but I would definitely challenge that concept of, um, you don't believe anything just because someone told you. You dig for it. Um, yeah. You figure out why. That's good. Um, and so I would say instead of leading in a, in, in this um, almost authoritative, and I am the, the way, um, and what I say goes. I'm the way, the truth, I and know. the life. You're like, Jesus yeah, now. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. Um, but, Hop down off that high horse. <laughs> yes. But honestly, have a conversation. A lot of times parents, um, or just even myself, I'll find myself saying, well, because I said so, but the only reason they're not going deeper is because maybe you don't even know why you've set mm. that boundary. Ooh, that's um, good. And so... Going forward, like when, when you want to set a boundary, one, figure out the reason why behind it and put it into um, words for them in a, in a way that they can understand and and feel comfortable telling them on why, you know, we don't uh, go on dates at this age because right now I want you to focus on finding out your own identity as a whole person um, so you can have that conversation with your teenage girl. I want you to have worth in yourself before you find worth in someone else. Yeah, that's um, good. And so coming to the table when you're about to set that new boundary, in, and especially for boundaries that weren't always a standard, um, coming to the conversation of why we're implementing this boundary and always leading in love um, and allowing them to ask the questions, even though they may not be happy with your answers, at least they know, you know what, I can have that um, that commentary with, with mom and dad and understand where this is coming from. Yeah, I like that. The uh, thing that I reflect on, you know, Pastor Michael talks about it all the time of, you know, when... Uh, his kids were kind of coming through elementary, coming through um, high school and things like that. And he was like, I wanted to be the fun house, you know, and, and I think that's yep. really cool because Pastor Michael did that. When I look back on my life, like my parents did the same thing as well, where like they wanted to be the fun home where not allowing whatever to go on, but creating an environment where um, your kids, friends want to be, but also not letting it get crazy or out of hand where yeah. you're still the adult in the room yes. and you're still leading and you're still showing them like, Hey, no, this is what we're going to do. Like you're more than welcome to hang out, you know? So I think like for, for me, there was always young people um, around my parents' yeah. house because they created opportunities, <clears throat> whether it be something so simple as like, 
we got a gigantic trampoline yeah. that literally would fit 10 people on it. Yeah. And you could all jump on this trampoline. And then, or whether it be, you know what, we got the tiniest TV in the world, but everybody and their mama like to come and hang out and watch the movie yeah. at, at, uh, at the Stewart's house. You know, yeah. things like that where the cool part is, is when you create those when you create those environments, whether it be for your kid or whether whether they be in elementary or whether they be in high school, uh, for you as a parent, it gives you an advantage. It gives you the advantage of being able to see who do they surround themselves with. It gives you the advantage of seeing like, okay, is this person respectful when it comes to going into somebody else's home? Okay, yeah. now I know why my kid is acting this way or I yeah. know why my yes. kid is, is saying these types of things and I know why... It's just a great opportunity yeah. for you to really see who they're hanging out with, what they're doing. And the awesome part is, is it gives you the opportunity to be a light in other students' lives yeah. that may yeah. not get that same opportunity at their home. And so, uh, you know, I think that's always going to be ingrained in my mind yeah. is, is create an atmosphere and an environment that my kids' friends would love to be at and want to, to come and hang out at. Um, again, just so that I can be a part of their life, but then yeah. I can also continue to safeguard them yeah, because absolutely. ultimately yeah. as the parent, we, we are the, the protection for yes. our kids. We are the protection for our students. We are the protection for our daughters and our sons. Yeah. And, and, uh, and we need to do the very best that we possibly can just guarding them, not putting them in this, this bubble wrap mentality yeah. of where like, no, you can never do any of this because mm-hmm. it may hurt you, but just making sure that you set those right guardrails up to keep them moving yeah. forward, yeah. and that way they don't drive off the side of the cliff exactly. or really endanger themselves yeah. in any particular way um, that might hurt them. Yeah, I would also say to that, um, just when you are setting that boundary, make sure to be consistent, but also um, if you set a boundary of, let's say, screen time for, for your teenager, but you yourself yeah, yeah. are on your phone constantly. Yeah. And, hey, I've taken your phone because you can't have this screen time. But you know what? For me, um, I'm not going to set my phone down to have that family yeah. family time that I've carved out for my child. So sometimes we can really, um, you know, get that feedback. And, and the, our first initi- first initial reaction is you know, to be like, whoa, but making sure that these boundaries that we set follow through our lifestyle as, as the parent, um, because there are always, I mean, this generation is always talking about, they want the 100 people are, you know, fake, or they don't want to see that. So they're not going to listen or respect the boundaries that you set. Um, if there are some boundaries that you yourself could also in place for yourself. Um, so leading the way is always, um, better than, you know, do what I say and I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, It's that old saying of like, don't just talk, talk, but walk. Exactly. I love that. That's so good. And I would say, um, you know, as parents, you know, I, I grew up in the generation of, because I said so, you know, I I can't count on the, on my hands, feet, teeth, whatever, you know, (laughs) I can't count the number of times that I, I heard that phrase in my household. And I think, you know, you know, luckily my parents were great parents and, you know, ended up okay. Didn't go through too many like terrible struggles. But I think the thing you have to remember as a parent is the more you say no, the more they will go looking for a yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where the funhouse mentality comes into play. When yeah. you say no, every time I come and ask you, can so-and-so come hang out? No. Can so-and-so come hang out? No, 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 no. 
then it's, well, you don't want me to, them to hang out because you don't want people in our house, so I'll go over to their house. Yeah. yeah. Or they're going to go find their yes. Yeah. And so I'm like, you obviously have to set boundaries, and sometimes setting boundaries means no. Yeah. But sometimes being able to say yes creates healthier boundaries because now the, the what's happening is within the parameters that you stated, within yes. what you said yes. And I think that's another important thing is allow your kids, allow your students to help set boundaries, yeah. exactly. right? Like sit down and talk about it because they do understand. And if you agree upon a boundary, not I set this into place as a dictator, but we talked about this. We talked about what was best for you and we decided yeah. this is what we we're going to do. Like it helps them follow it more. And I was talking to a parent um, last Wednesday night at our student ministry who he was saying that his son has wanted to play baseball. And he said, okay, well, I'll make you a deal. You can play baseball this year. But can we make an agreement that it's not going to negatively affect your, you know, your you going to church, yeah. you yeah. getting good grades in school, yeah, that's good. or as having good relationship as a family? And he's, you know, son said, absolutely. I like we can agree to that. Baseball season starts up, or you know, season hasn't started, but they're doing training, and coach says, hey, we're gonna have a late late training today. We're not gonna end till this time. And so he said, you know, he's like, he texted me about it and realized that he wasn't going to be able to make it to church. He said, no, I'll, I'll talk to the coach, but you need to come home at this time because we said it wasn't going to affect yeah. you being able to go to church. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, student can't get angry, yeah. right? Because this yeah, was the that boundary was the, that, that we upon. agreed upon. And so sometimes when you just set things into place because you're the authoritarian parent in the household and yeah. you have the say-so, the, the, the kids, they're instinct is to push back yes. and to say no like but if you bring them into it hey yes. let's set some boundaries okay well i think this is what we should do and then like amy said giving them the reasoning why yeah like yeah. why can't you explain it to them tell yeah. them why explain it to them so they have um a better understanding and i think all that kind of goes into this last thing we want to talk about as we wrap up is there's this battle that happens in every parent of being a parent to your children and being a friend to your children. And there's this almost impossible tension to maintain yeah. in that. How do you think you maintain being a parent, but also being a friend to your kids? Yeah. So I'll be honest with you right now. I think I got it handled <laughs> except for the fact that I'm worried because she's six and a half months old. So it's easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's easy at six and a half months old yeah. um, for me to depict friend versus parent. Um, but yet, honestly, I could sit here at one point and be like, yeah, I think I got this, you know, I got it all figured out. And then the closer I get to it, which has only been six and a half months, I'm sitting here yep. like, yeah, I don't have this thing figured out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> can, can someone write a book, please? Cause it would yes. be awesome. Uh, but I think honestly, I think that there's going to be moments where you can be the friend. Um, but obviously there's definitely going to be moments where you have to step in and be the parent yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and the closest thing I can kind of relate this to at this moment, just because I haven't necessarily fully have walked through that is, you know, we've had the opportunity to lead student retreats and, and student, um, trips where we leave and we're taking a, a group of students off to the beach. And now I'm having to be worried about, um, like what's going on, who's where, what's happening. We're on the public beach. Like 
the yeah. our hotel, yeah. our our uh, not our hotel, but our condo. Who's dating like, who? Exactly. Yeah. And, and you're trying to get all of this information downloaded into your brain in the six hour trip that it takes to get <laughs> from here down to uh, down to like Destin, right? And so we're trying to get it all figured out. Um, day one, we're ready to turn the bus back around because it's like this is already too yep. much. Um, we're splitting the buses. Girls are going yeah. on this one. Guys are going on this one. And uh, but I think again, at that point in time, when it comes to their safety, I believe you have to step in as as a parent. Um, when it comes to like, hey, here's the boundaries that we're setting as a student ministry. I don't care what all the other student ministries are doing, but this is the boundary that we're going to do while we're here. Why? Because number one, your safety is the most important thing to me. Number two, you encountering Jesus in this particular moment, which is because it's a student trip and and it's all about, you know, being centered around Christ um, versus being a friend. Because I could have been the popular leader and let all of them do whatever they wanted to, walk wherever they wanted to. And honestly, let's just be real, every single one of the students that went with us on the trip would have been down six miles away from where our condo was at and like hanging out at the boardwalk. And would it have been cool? And would would I have been the coolest leader since sliced bread? Oh my gosh, yeah, I would have been the favorite. But the difference is, instead of being a friend, I had to be the authority and say, look, this is what we're going to do. This is what's important. Um, and I think that there are going to be moments where you know, hey, I have to be yeah. the parent. I have to yeah. because I have to think about their future. I have to think about uh, the, the, the dangers, the threats that may come their particular way. Um, and you can't let their attitude, their anger, mm-hmm. or their frustration, or even the moment where they scream at you, I hate you get in the way of you following through with being the parent. And I think that that may be the tension that a lot of people are going to deal with or the tension that I at least think that I'll have to come across to one day as we continue to parent um, our six-and-a-half-month-old daughter. Like, of course, I don't ever want to sit here and hear her say, like, oh, I can't stand you, I hate you. Um, but at the same time too, I know I'm probably going to make her mad at one point in her life because a boundary that I'm going to set in order to make sure that she stays safe. Yeah. But ultimately, I have to be secure in that. But especially if you're married, I think it's something that you and your spouse also have to be committed and dedicated on and ready to follow through together on whatever the decision that yeah. both of you make. Yeah. Because I know sometimes daddy's girl will come go to mom. Mom says no, goes to dad. Dad says yes, you know, and vice versa. A yeah. lot of times, mama's boys will go to dad. He says, no, go to mom. They'll say yes. But being on the same page exactly. and saying, okay, look, this is the decision that we're making. And then being honest with them, I think, is is key. Saying, like, look, I'm not just telling you this because yeah. I said so. I'm telling you this because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. Your safety's at risk. Um, is that Maybe even giving them the opportunity to say, how can we do this a safer way? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. Maybe it is that moment. I mean, I don't know. I watch it in the movies, you know, but where they're like, I want to go to the concert and I don't want my parents there. Uh, no, that's a no go. But I can be there. I'll just be like six rows back. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. But like, what can you do um, to talk about that? I know that's like a super simple, practical, weird 
uh, yeah. description. Yeah. But I don't know. I watched a movie the other day. No. It was in it. <laughs> so, yes. But like, I think that 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 is key. Is is really just there's going to be moments and times where you can be the friend and you can really dive deep into the relationship. But a lot of times, remember that you're the parent. Um, and I think that's just following through with whatever boundaries, guidelines, yeah. and rules that you set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and following through with that because usually friends don't follow through. Yeah. You know, that's where like the big, Mm -hmm. but anyways. Yeah. I definitely would say, um, to add to that, you know, um, just remembering like, so you were talking about the youth trip and you, you know, at times you're like, no, I have to make this decision for their safety. Well, you were entrusted with all those youth students to go with you. Well, God has entrusted each parent with these children, um, that he's gifted you with. So, um, it comes to just knowing that I'm entrusted with this. And so there's a responsible, yeah, yeah, there's a responsibility that comes with that. Um, and so Jesus was not always the friend. I mean, he had his disciples, but he rebuked his disciples when they got out of, um, out of line. And the Bible tells us train a child, child up in the ways they should go, which means they don't know the way to go. Yeah. Um, and so So they need to be guided. They need to be coached. Um, and so knowing that when you choose to be the friend in the moment, you should have chosen to maybe be that disciplinary, you could be guiding your child down the wrong path. Um, and that's such a hard, um, just realization. And you can always, you know, try and make those curves back, but just knowing that, um, it is that crucial that you, um, even when they're, like you said, screaming, kicking, crying, they're banging on the door because it's bedtime and you're not letting them out. (laughs) Like, Like even in those low moments, they will, they will look back and say, you know what, mom and dad, they loved me. And that's why they made those decisions. And even when they can't see it as a teenager, why you didn't let them go off, um, on a, on a trip with, with no parent supervision or, or whatever that is, it's because you cared about them and you wanted them to be safe. Um, and knowing that it says, you know, train them up in the ways this go so that they will not depart. So yeah. And at times they may battle back with you, but they will always come back to what you've trained them up in. And so that's why it's so important to always make those decisions to lead them well, um, in those moments. Love that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, scripture says, let your yes be yes, let your no be no. Even when it's difficult, when you finally say no, make sure that you stand by it. And I think that goes back to what we're talking about with, you know, the you want to, we want to always say yes if we can. But the more, also going back to that, the more you say yes, the more important your no's are, right? Mm-hmm. If I always say no, you don't ever let me do anything. Yeah. yeah. You never let me do. But when you when you are a parent who allows your kids to do things, who allows your kids to enjoy things, when you finally say no and you explain to them, hopefully not all children <laughs> because kids have a mind of their own, but many times it's easier for them to understand no when you've said yes. Yeah. Um but you know, we this has been a great conversation on boundaries not only do students and kids need boundaries, we all need boundaries. And as we figure this out as parents, we're going to help our kids get better as well. And so if you enjoyed this podcast, if you enjoyed this conversation, would you just take a second and share it with somebody, share it with a parent who maybe is struggling with a teenager or a kid um, Mm -hmm. and setting boundaries for them and creating boundaries for them so that we can all get better together. And we'll see you next month on the Parent Yak Podcast.